sitting here chilling. I don't know why I got this feeling. Took it to the head, now I'm sitting here chilling. You damn right, we the feelings. You damn right, we the feelings. We the Villains Podcast, Dak, Derv. It's one of my favorite days of the week. You know, I love podcast days. That's why we're going to have to start expanding this stuff, I think, a little bit. Because I'm starting to have a little too much fun with this. And shout out to all 950-plus followers on Twitter. We are almost to 1,000. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I'm looking forward to 10,000. Well, yeah. 10,000. Then then we're up there with uh, JD from New York area. Oh, jeez. So today is an NBA show. We don't need to talk about that character. I got some stuff jotted down because I know that the bong is loaded full of deadhead and it makes me stupid. So I had I'm to make the- sure I write this shit down and so I knew what was going on. I've been trying to counter them on my fourth cup of coffee. I bust out the black cherry gelato here. On my uh, the the cartridge, yeah, that's a, I forgot so how long that one for a minute, dude. Because I forget, like I could put it down for a long time, and then I realized, like, oh yeah, because it got past it got past that that quarter of the left point, and then you know I kind of just said, uh, it's getting low, but it's really not. Like it's like still got an ass of life left. So just like me, when it comes to strains, the more I got of it, the more I'm smoking of it. The less out of it, the less I'm smoking it. So I kind of just, you know, forgot about it for a little while. And it's been good because I forgot this black cherry gelato is a really good indica that doesn't really kick in until like 30 minutes after you hit it. Some of that deep body bait. Yeah, it, it, it sinks into your fucking pores, it feels like, in bones. Um, but yes, NBA show today. Uh, both series are tied, or a lot of series are tied three two, right? All of them are up three two. I'm about to say, well, first, first of all, they can't be tied three two, but you know yeah. what I meant. It's funny you say that because, I, like I said, I jotted down notes and I have my first little hyphen or dash that I have up here. Only thing it says on the line: all series three to two. Um, and if we go back, and if do do you have the the predictions in front of you of these rounds? Um, did we did did we have all these games going in six and seven? Well, no, because we actually had Miami in five. Well, Um, we didn't expect James Harden to play one. Well, we expected one good game. We just didn't expect Embiid. I don't. I didn't expect. I didn't expect Embiid to be back as early as he was or else I would have had this going a little longer. Yeah. Uh, and I probably, I mean, even, even then, if I would have known he would have been back for game three, I probably still would have went Miami in six if I'm being real about it, but I went five and it still could happen to six. That could happen. When's that tonight? 
They play tonight. They got to. Um, uh, yeah, that would be the game that did not play last night. So, yes. Other than that, all other series we had going six or seven, both of us. Differences. Hey, you uh, got Milwaukee in seven. Uh, you have Golden State in seven. And, I'm sorry, no, you have Memphis in seven. And you you had uh, we both you had Dallas in six, and I had Dallas in seven. For some reason, I was thinking I had Dallas in six. Uh oh. We even said that on the show that uh, I thought you know I think I had Dallas in six. Well, evidently I had Dallas in seven. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's still open. It's still available. Uh, yeah, and I'm right now. I'm looking like a genius with Memphis and seven <laughs> after last night. Well, if that's, um, where we're, if, that's, if, that's, if that's the one we're going to start on, let, let, let's talk about it because there's a couple well, of different things that we can look in a little deeper on this game that, yeah. uh, that I, I, that I want to ask you about. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the first question I had, I'm not going to ask that just yet because it's not necessarily about this series. But, all right, two things. One, are is are you willing to say, or are people really willing, ready to say it now, are the Grizzlies better without John ja Morant? I'm glad you brought that up because I almost got into this on our pre-conversation before we got on air. The Grizzlies have themselves a, a interesting situation here because they play outstanding without Ja, but you need a superstar in this league to win the championship. You need at least one superstar. Like you need somebody. So it, it I just find it real odd because this is the first time to me that I've really seen a superstar like get added to the team and they play worse. Except the Lakers with Russell Westbrook this but that's a whole different issue. Okay, well, we're gonna, we gonna get Westbrook. into the Lakers. <laughs> I know because I saw something today that Gerbs does not like, okay, as a Lakers fan. Um but I, I do, do you think after this series after this season if Memphis doesn't get to the finals. I feel like if they don't get to the finals, they're gonna feel disappointed more than likely. Um do they have to start thinking about moving pieces to better suit Ja? <clears throat> or do they need to be looking at the possibility of just keeping Ja until he's a free agent or getting rid of him. But I just, I, just, I don't under, I don't know, man. It's very different because I could, as a GM, I don't think I could get rid of Ja, and I don't think I could get rid of any other pieces to better suit him while he's in the game. As a, as a GM, the answer to that question is you really don't have to do anything. Like, yeah, the, he's the, the work. core that you have – they do fit around Ja. I mean, they went. 
I, f- I forget what it was like 48 and 24 or something along those lines without Ja. I mean, I'm with Ja, sorry. Um, so it's not like he makes them a bad team. I think it's all going to come down to uh, Ja Morant's just going to have to improve on other aspects of his game. He's going to have to become a stronger defender. He's going to have to become a more consistent three-point shooter. And but more importantly, they, they just need to – they really need to learn and focus on how that they can keep the crisp ball movement that they have without Ja with Ja on the floor. I think the ball sticks with Ja too much. Well, and I'm thinking the way this dude's getting injured a little too much, he might need the ball less out of his hands. Just yeah, because it's it's drawing way too many comparisons, even though the injuries haven't been as serious just yet. To like Derrick Rose, came took the league by fire, was was killing it, putting doing these crazy highlights and shit that we haven't seen from a young player, postseason success, but. The, his style of play. I mean, John Moran is crashing the basket like a couple times a game, and he's he's not like he's not he doesn't have a huge frame on him. He's not built for all that. I mean, he's uh, running into seven foot guys. Like uh, yeah, like that's the thing. Like he doesn't he doesn't play like a guard in a way. Like when he attacks, he doesn't attack like a guard. Um, so. Yeah, you're right. He's going to have to get a little more versatile because to me in the playoffs, he's being he's being exposed as a one-dimensional player. Like he has his moments where he gets hot from shooting and all that. But when he does, it's ugly. they they can't be Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But if this dude could have a consistent mid-range game? Yeah, I mean you can see what he, he could wants probably to do. Be. Yeah, he wants to go to. He wants to get to his left hand. Yeah, he he plays well, you know, driving left. He's trying to get to his left hand to get to the basket. That's about it. Just take that away. You can kind of, you can kind of throw him off his game a little bit. He's so explosive. Sometimes he can get there anyway. Yeah, that that's that's another thing. He's very explosive. So, I guess the answer to that question really is. <laughs> Yeah, that's why she's she's found a new YouTube person that fits her views in life, and she's having a field day in there. Um, <laughs> she's getting her inspiration to start her YouTube, which means eventually we'll have to start a TikTok account because she's going to be reviewing TikTok videos and dissing a lot of motherfuckers. <laughs> But anyway, I, I will never see him unless they hit Twitter. She's probably going to go viral, and her video is probably going to come across Twitter, and I can't wait. <laughs> um, but the answer to that question is honestly, the, the Grizzlies just going to have to let this work it out until you know they feel like they need to make a change. Because I'm like you, they can't, they can't get rid of anything here like don't need to do do anything but they do need to figure out how to get that ball to move more with Ja Morant on the court because that that all, that it becomes iso ball and then if they can shut the paint down or if he ain't getting a call and if he's missing the shot when he drives in then I mean Memphis is in trouble because you can defend that easily the only thing I'd maybe add is if they can find somebody else that can go create something out of nothing. 
Um, I mean, Dylan Brooks has his moments, but to me, he's been probably the most disappointing. He's been probably the most disappointing player of the playoffs so far. I forgot this dude was on the team so many times in the playoffs. Like so, I, I I can't say that actually. The most disappointing player of the playoffs was Kyrie Irving, but he's been up there. Uh, we're talking about people that are still in. Well, that's kind of the, at least he's still in. Um, yeah, but it ain't been him that's helped the team. I feel like I feel like well, that let me play well last night. Nah, if if that team if that team did not have Desmond Bain, I don't know if they'd be going this far. I'm glad they finally got Desmond Bain back because I mean he was he's that back has been bothering him so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a lot of people with some back issues in the league. Trying <laughs> to carry that team in the whole first round. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, they might have not got out of that first round without Desmond Bain. Nah, Desmond Bain was the best player on their team in the first round. Yeah. Um, that, back, that, that back started flaring up, and then he's had some issues. But he finally got – he looked a little better last night, finally. But, yeah, Dylan Brooks finally did look good last night. But, yeah, he has been very disappointing in these playoffs. Golden State just got to do what Golden State does and shut it down if they want to win. They, they know what they got to do. Um, they might – I mean, they could talk shit. I know people would have been – I know people are going crazy about the whole what Steph Curry said and talking about, like, LeBron said, that, yeah, of course, if LeBron, LeBron's a bigger name than Steph Curry. Like, it's LeBron. Like, LeBron James is pop culture. Like, well, so any team says everybody's going to take serious or the heart or clown it or whatever. Steph Curry can get away with saying shit like whoop that trick, you know, and – well, people actually like stuff. And then right? they get blown out by like 20 or something. Uh, I know. But well, so, well, except Skip Bayless right now. Jeez. Well, he's never been the that biggest dude. Stuff. He's been, never dude been hates the biggest stuff fan. He hates stuff. He knows. Well, to the point um, the NBA breaking the playoffs to keep Steph Curry in. Like, come on. I mean, that's that's the shit that I'm getting sick of. Shit <laughs> <laughs> is, man. Like I'm like, come on, bro. Like, come on. Well, if that if that's true, yeah. they need to go ahead and rig the, the the game six and seven for Dallas. But um, let's in that in that Memphis game last night. Tell you one thing that I wanted to bring up, particularly because you're on the show, is uh, the next uh, the next coach of the Sacramento Kings has been on the bench these last two games, and last night the score was twenty nine to twenty eight in the first quarter, with like a minute or two left in the first quarter. Memphis mm-hmm. then went on a ninety to thirty nine run against a team that was coached by Mike Brown. Yep. How does that make you feel as a (laughs) hashtag fed up Kings fan? The exact same I felt as I woke up any other day as a fed up Kings fan. Like, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) what what do people expect? 
like 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 this is this is the thing that like I, I want to like I wish Sacramento Kings fans that have been so positive on the Mike Brown situation hiring. I just wish they could see that without LeBron James and without being on that Warriors team, would he really have a great resume? Then he was with Pop Popovich at one point. Look, he has to. He's successful when he has successful people around him. There ain't nobody successful over here in Sacramento. <laughs> like, do not, do people not see that trend with Mike Brown? There has to be a superstar, or there has to be success or successors around him for him to really be successful. And if people really want to like, like, get all like, oh, you nah, you're not, you're not seeing the future. Blah, blah, blah. No, Mike Brown is not the future because as a head coach, his winning percentage, I don't even want to. That that shit is fake to me because like, there's there's a lot of variables in that dude's winning percentage, in my opinion. That if you take certain things away, dude's not really. Like he doesn't make he doesn't elevate teams because if that was the case, um, wait, did he get fired with LeBron there or after LeBron left? I don't Please. remember. Because if it was after LeBron left, then there's your point proven. Look what look what happened to Cleveland after that. Yeah, LeBron left, but it was under Mike Brown. Part of me wants to say he stuck around for one more season, but I can't remember. I I really do. I really can't and, right off the top of my head. It wasn't very successful with the Lakers when he went and coached there. Um, like, so I, I don't get like as as a head coach after LeBron James, this dude was not really successful at all. Like, do, do people not see that? His, his success is an assistant or on the bench around others. Like, that's that's what I don't see why people don't see this. But they'll find out. They'll find out when we're not in the playoffs for the next however long. How long is he with us? Four years? I mean, I I don't know if y'all are going to make the playoffs or not, but I don't think I'm going to blame Mike Brown, even if you're not. Oh, it's just a, a bad hiring. Like, this dude's just of, getting a good payday. I mean, I, you could you could have made worse I, I hirings. Don't, I don't At do. least he has a pedigree. What pedigree? Like, like seriously, as a head coach, what pedigree? Is he a champion as a head coach? I mean, at the very least, at least he's uh, he's he's worked under some really good coaches. I don't like. I don't. I don't. I. I mean, if I, it's me, it, I'm not. But, I'm not gonna hire wasn't Mike that Brown my as point, my head coach. No, no. But wasn't that my point though? Under others, around others, like he's successful. But as himself being the leader and the head guy, he's not successful. Like I don't see where where people are seeing it. Don't see it. Well, yeah, I know. But like, it's there's been instances in the past where you know a coach hasn't had success. He's went and, and become an assistant coach, and now is enjoying success. Let's take Jason Kidd for instance. Uh, he didn't have a ton of success when he was <laughs> head coach of Milwaukee. Okay. Uh, he didn't, ha- didn't. I mean, what? <laughs> no, go ahead. 
<laughs> I'm just saying, like he didn't have a ton of success in mm-hmm. Milwaukee and as a net, you know, the, it didn't really work out. But he spent some time as an assistant coach for the Lakers underneath um, Frank Vogel, and then have getting to work with LeBron and all that. And then now he's gone to Dallas, and look what he's doing this year. <laughs> yeah, but do we not know who's on Dallas? Well. Okay, you need good, you need not good even, players to win in this let's, league. Okay, so let's not even put that as an example out there. Okay, like no. Well, let's look like, at how they look at look at how they played without Luca. <sighs> Some of that credit's got to go to Jason Kidd. Yeah, Some but of didn't that blame's got to go to Utah. Didn't, but didn't Jason Kidd coach the same Milwaukee team that had Giannis and these other guys and didn't really go far? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, he didn't have as, as much success then, you know. Um, but then Boone comes against the exact same guys. Well, to be fair, those guys also improved. But I'm just, that's what that's kind of what I'm saying, though, is, you know, he didn't get it done here, but now he went spent some time as an assistant coach. You know, he maybe have figured out a few things in a different way, and now he's able to take over as a head coach. I'm not trying to compare Mike Brown with basketball expertise to Jason Kidd. Oh, man. But I'm just just saying there's been instances in the past where things like this does happen. I just wish people would stop trying to sell me on Mike Brown. Bro, I I ain't trying. I don't want to. I would laugh. Bro, if it was up to me, I wouldn't have hired him. No, dude. Like I don't I'm even just wanna, saying. I don't care. It? Like I don't care. Like that's the thing. Like, that's the thing. Like we could bring up all this and all that. It doesn't matter. Like it really don't matter. He's the head coach of the Sacramento Kings. One of one of the worst franchises in the league, on a 16 year playoff drought. It's a shame too because they're like, 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 like it doesn't matter what he's done anywhere else. None of that shit matters no more because now he has to do something here. Because if he don't do anything here, bro, you ain't nothing. It's it's like that's the thing. Like it's everybody like throwing all this, all that. Like it's it's nothing. Like it, it's nothing. He's not gonna change what Sacramento has. Sacramento is only going to change when we get freaking players that know how to freaking change the culture. Right now, we got a lot of players that are okay with what's going on. What if he helps get y'all to the playoffs this year? All right. Then, like I said, then make me believe it. Because right now, I'll, all I'm seeing is the same. Like, until it's happening, well, I'm not going to believe it. I'm not going to buy into it until I see it. And that's that's, that's kind of my yeah. thing is is it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. We could he can maybe do that. We could have made the playoffs this year, and we didn't. So it's looking very very uh, ugh, it's not looking good for the future. I'm just saying this is not. I think short term. I think the move that traded Halliburton out kind of deflated the team. Um, it, a lot of the guys that were there, um, it, but that's short term. That's short term. This season's a whole new season. I just feel like sometimes in Sacramento, we choose the wrong people to keep around. And yeah, this certain person I'm about to name drop is a dog, great player, but 
starting to prove that he's not the guy. And that's Darren Fox. Like, yeah, he's a great player, can be a superstar, but needs yeah. other players. Like, needs to be other players. Like, he's number two or three guy. Like, he's not the guy. Like, he thinks he's the guy. And Sabonis ain't the guy either. Like, that's the thing. Like, we got those two, but we need one more guy. Like, we need somebody that's a name. Do you like anybody on your own team? Honestly, the only one that, like, kind of I'm starting to grow on is is White Dante. But I don't – not really. No. Halliburton actually was my favorite king. Someone that wanted to be there, wanted to change the – actually just wanted to be a part of a change there. I think that was the biggest slap in the face. And we got rid of it. And we yeah. got rid of it. Now, I understand business. I do. Like, I get the business side. It was a straight-up Vince Future Endeavors moment. It, Man, I ain't even going that far. Because that that's, that's – I get it. But it to me – it's like they I, built I, that, up Alistair and dropped him. <laughs> uh, starting to prove it was a good idea. But anyway. Uh, I I don't – well, I think it's starting to prove that – you know, I'm not going to get into that because we're talking to NBA yeah. right now, and I felt like that could have started a hell of a tangent. Maybe maybe on Saturday we need to get into the booking of or misbooking of certain people in both companies. Oh. Oh, we will. Well, we definitely will. And just that whole Halliburton thing, man, like, we did this as a, oh, this will get us into the playoffs now, and we didn't do it. Like, that's a big, that's more of a slap to the face. You did a move that was supposed to make us get into the playoffs, and we still didn't. So No, it didn't work out, that's for sure. And we ended up playing, and, like, this is crazy. We didn't even improve. We were the exact same. Both teams. <laughs> Both teams. So how do you make a trade and it doesn't change anything? That's that's the problem with with Sacramento. And it's 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 us. It's us. we're cursed because we had a chance to draft Luka Doncic and we decided to trade or no, get who? Marvin Bagley third, because that's the guy. What do we do? What did he do for us? Get injured, then had a falling out with the coach, and now we traded his ass. Hey, we got we got a future Hall of Fame point guard ready for you. I do not want Russell Westbrook. Why wouldn't you? Why do I want Russell Westbrook? Why wouldn't you? What is he gonna put? Oh, that's right. He's gonna put more people in. No, we got people that come to the games, the loyal fans. But nobody wants to play with Russell Westbrook. That's the problem. Well, it don't seem like anybody wants to play in Sacramento. So, well, I, I don't know, man. I, everybody's hyping up this Mike Brown thing. That's why I started laughing in my mind when I saw the trend of Sacramento proud the other night when they had that win and he was the head coach. And I'm thinking, are we really blown? This is how sad our franchise is. He barely escaped with that one, too. Like, like we're so sad of a franchise that we are cheering for the Warriors 
to win a game because the guy that's the interim coach right now is about to be our coach. No, <laughs> when that guy comes to coach our team, he doesn't have Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, or Steph Curry or Jordan Poole. Yeah, ain't none of them boys coming with him. I, and then we think we're, and we think we should like feel proud that Steph Curry mentioned us on TV. That's that was an insult. What did he say? He said, "Oh, we felt like we were the Sacramento Kings for we got traded to the Sacramento Kings." Man, well, that's how they played last night. That's what I'm saying. The Kings fans were happy. We got like, come on, dude, that was an insult. Like that was it wasn't a great it, it was nothing to feel good about as a Kings fan last night. No, man, like it's just if anything it's like bro how how we expect you to win with Aaron Fox and um bonus Harrison Barnes when you when you were down by 55 at one point when you had Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, Draymond Green on your team. You see what I'm saying? I, I, I'm with you. I just had to bring it up because I know you, as the hashtag fed up Kings fan, would and have something to say about it. And people wonder why I didn't even want this dude as a candidate for one. And like, why would we even be celebrating this dude winning for another team? That's that's not our team because it's not even going to be the same. Like it's not even going to be the same system he's coaching over there. <laughs> he's going to come do his own thing over here, and it's not what because that's a Kerr system over there. Hell, Luke Walton had a great record when Steve Kerr missed like that first fifty forty some odd games of that season. Didn't they win the championship that year? Uh, maybe, probably. Um. And then we both know how that one turned out for both us, Lakers and Kings. So, you know, we love to go after these other successful assistant coaches that just don't get the job done. Well, let's uh, let's let's see here. We got so with all the series three two. Uh, I, what's here's a question I got for you. Mm-hmm. Out of all the four teams that are down 3-2, who do you think has the best chance at making the comeback to win the series? Um, Is it Phoenix and Memphis? They're down, so just, both down, so right? So just, just for just – for, just, I'll, I'll run through this while you're thinking about it. Just, just well, for reference. The teams that are down, that's all. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Miami is up 3-2 on Philly. Milwaukee is up 3-2 on Boston. Golden State is up 3-2 on Memphis. And Phoenix is up 3-2 on Dallas. Mm. It's really out of, to me, it's out of, like, the ones I see the most, like, certain that can make a comeback is either that Phoenix or, no, Dallas or Boston. But... I'm gonna have to go with looking at the seriousness of team. Boston has the best chance because there's a better team than the other ones put together. Because Philly is not good right now at all until they're 100 percent healthy. I don't trust them, especially when they show up. You know, with the effort that they showed up with in Game Five. 
Dallas is gonna be as good as Luca get them. Um, yeah, I can't rule that out. If they were playing any other team in this whole playoffs besides Phoenix, I'd probably say just, they have the best chance. And just everything that Memphis is showing me, even though I got them coming out of the West, but right now they're not showing me that they're coming out the West. Even though they had that impressive win last night, that means nothing to me because I know the Warriors. I know uh, they can, come, they can yeah. come out here and blow them out in game six and this series is over. You can come out and win by 40 against a lot of teams and shake them. And yeah, shake like, them. Uh, uh, but you ain't shaking Golden State. You know, Golden State lost to the Clippers a few years back by like 40 in the playoffs. They've been here before. They've done blew a 3-1 lead in the finals. There's nothing you can do to phase them. Let's just hope hey, if they blow another 3-1 lead now. And the internet yeah. will have their jokes, but all the only teams that will be making the jokes are the – the fans that'll be making the jokes are the same ones that have suffered the same fate the Warriors are at home. I'm I'm talking legacy wise. If if Golden, it's one thing to blow a three one lead to LeBron James, that's one thing. But to blow it against a young Memphis team, yeah, but that's a, that's a little rough. That's I Steve think we Kerr will t- Steve Kerr will take a hit for that, even though he's won what three how are we gonna, championships. Here's my thing. How would that even question their legacy? Like, at all, to me. It, 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 I mean, you don't have to question all of it. It's just a knock on them. Like, it's, to it's me, another it, it, example it of Golden question. State not closing out people when they should. Doesn't matter. They already got three or four championships. No, what that's happened? it. That's it. Yeah, what, that's what I'm saying. Like, they've already set themselves as a dynasty. If they don't win no more, whatever. Like that's the thing. Like, like hey, what? We live in we live in a world these days. That I'm is, seeing this what, a lot. What have What have you done for me lately? And, and here's the thing. It's hard to win one championship. So to win multiple, why Why is your legacy even in question after that? You know. Well, so I'm just—I'm not like, saying like, the nah, legacy's nah. in question. Well, I'm saying no. here's no, nah, but hold on, though. Like, how is Kerr's legacy going to be in question on that well, when he has champions? But yeah, but he has championships to back it up. But as an example, a Doc Rivers that doesn't really have the—well, he has what one championship? That Celtics one. That man's and that's that it? man's gotten like that dude's lived off that one championship, just like that whole Celtics team. But the way this dude is portrayed. You would think Doc Rivers is one twenty, right? Like so, I don't know, man. That that I don't get how three one blowing a three one lead like in the second round questions your legacy. That's just I, I'm just saying. I'll, all right, well, like, here's here's all I'm saying is if it happens, watch. Oh, I know, but I just don't get it. Like, I just think and, it's a pointless argument. I think if you want to argue that, they're going to bring up a lot of things. It, let's let's hey, yeah, right, but, so we'll talk about with Steve Kerr. For one, here's 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 what here's what will be said oh if that happens. This I'm is just, hey, I'm, this don't shoot I know, the but messenger gonna, here. I know, but it's going to be so stupid. That's the thing. Here's what here's what it's going to here's how it's going to sound. Steve Kerr got hired on to a team that Mark Jackson built. And put together and created this, um, created this 
culture of winning and created this thing. Steve Kerr got put in there at the at the right time, and he was the right voice at the right time. Then they won that championship. Next year, seventy three and nine. You really can't say too much about that shit. That's fucking crazy. Then they blew a three one lead against LeBron. Okay, you know what? That that's tough. That's a tough one, but that is LeBron James. So then you add Kevin Durant, who, if you ask, a lot of people would say those don't count. You were supposed to win with a 73-win team adding arguably the best player on the planet. Steve Kerr won't, is not getting enough credit for that because of look, – look, look at it. Look, that's, who uh, who no, would beat on, that hold team? Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. I got to stop that right there. That should see that's the dumb shit right there. That shouldn't even be arguing. Those rings with KD, whatever. It's the same thing with like the Lakers winning the bubble ring. It's a dumb argument. It's still a ring. I'm just saying that it's it's one of those things where because KD uh, joined such a good team already, they were of course they won the championship. I'm just I'm just letting you know. I'm just telling you how this is going to play out. If I don't think Golden State's blowing this series, I think they get it out, done in six. This is so stupid. <laughs> I'm just letting you know what will happen if they do. So then you got the Kevin, you got the KD rings. Since Kevin Durant's left, obviously they haven't won because well, Clay's been out for two years. But the same Curry's had injury too. issues. They only they everybody got hurt. What are we talking about? And then when Durant got hurt, they lost that series to Toronto. So I'm just saying that this is what you will hear. This is the stuff you will hear if Golden State were to blow this lead. I think Golden State's – they're going to take it out in six. If Golden State doesn't win game six, I will be very, very 90 – I'm 98.98% sure that Golden State is closing this shit out in six. Ah, because I don't question Steve Kerr in, the, in that type. I don't, I don't even care. This team. Like, it, I'm the one that's got Memphis coming out of the West, so I should be all like, yeah, gold. I don't, like, whatever. Anybody brings this shit up if the Warriors lose this series, they just want to argue about dumb shit. Because that ain't even important. Well, that's sports say, media. Well, sports media needs to just really just chill the fuck out because y'all ain't got nothing to talk about. It's hey, better shit. We are sports media. Hey, yeah, and I ain't gonna waste my breath on that. Like, why would we? <laughs> like, why? Why would we even pay attention to questioning the Warriors' legacy because of blowing a three-one series in the second round against a better? Statistic-wise, Grizzlies team and standing and seeding-wise. So Memphis is supposed to win the series, right? So it shouldn't even be... No, no, We in the analytical world, and they go by stats. That's This is what we go by. So seeding-wise, if Memphis wins, what is there even a question about? They were supposed to win. Golden State was the one seed before all the injuries happened this season, but go on. Oh my God! But what's the final result? Doesn't matter where saying. they were. At. Everybody started at one at one point. 
Because I'm just saying, for a good while, they're for like the first quarter of this. For the first quarter of the season, Steph Curry was the MVP. But then Draymond got hurt. Steph missed a lot of games. We can't (laughs) act like this. Their seeding is based on their shit. And then Memphis just happened to win a bunch of games without their best player, which still kind of don't make sense. Hold up, what happened? And the Warriors had all these injuries. They still were what a third seed. Well, that's just just how good they are. Okay, and they had all these injuries, and they still were a third seed. Mm -hmm. All right, so whatever. Don't even want to hear nothing about it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I think the seeding argument's kind of out there because of yeah, they'd be blowing it. Yeah, they were the three seed, but we can't act like if everybody was healthy all year, they might have been the one seed. Boy, this is the most frustrating podcast episode I've ever done. You're letting yourself get frustrated. I'm just, I'm just providing points and perspectives. I, I just don't understand. I, I don't get it. Like it's, it's just, it's pointless. Why we even been debating it? <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 I get it. I get what you're saying too. I'm just saying what will like happen me, if they do blow this. This would be like okay, like. Like, this is this is why arguments are dumb to me like that. Those arguments are dumb questioning legacies like that because I'm a fan of a franchise of the Kings for one. We don't have championships like that, only one. <laughs> and and I'm a fan of a team that blew a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. So what so this shit that they talking about ain't nothing because these teams got the success to back up all the fucking dumb arguments. And it's the same shit that I get into with the Giannis Antetokounmpo argument is why we even questioning, oh, he's not the best player in the league, or this and that. His, she's, his shooting's bad. This well, I'd still love you to tell me who is if he ain't, you know what I mean? This, oh, oh, no, it's Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah, the guy that just got swept out of the first round by the team that Giannis is beating 3-2 right now while putting up numbers that two superstars weren't putting up numbers. Like, see, that's yeah. the argument. Like, like, and it's the same. And now people gonna question the Warriors if, if, if they lose this series. Oh, geez, sports media is getting real bad. They starting to sound like regular news media. And right. It's getting kind of, it's, <laughs> it's getting kind of bad because they push out these narratives that dumbasses start to follow along, and then they go along with it and push it with it. And it's like, come on, man, look. As long as LeBron James is in the league, he is the face of the league and one of the best players in the league. You could argue, like, depending on how you rank it, you could still say that he's the best player in the league, but nobody has the impact on the game that Giannis has. No. And that and that's what that when I define who's the best player in the league, that's what I look at. That's why nobody impacts the game as much as Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's just it's I, just facts right now. That's why the it, second yeah. best player in the playoffs right now is Luka Doncic. Yep. And I don't I don't even see there's anybody close. That's why it's real interesting. Chris Paul has me. his stretches, but he ain't had them recently. It's real interesting and intriguing to me if it ends up being Giannis versus Luka in the finals. Yo, print the money. Because that's your future. Like, that's your next 10 years right there. I don't know if that's the case. I I know I picked Dallas to beat Phoenix, and if they do somehow, 
I you know I I'll be rooting for him to beat Golden State too, but to me, I still got Golden State going to the finals. I I just want the Mavs to win because one, I'm just a huge fan of Luca. Two, I've called first or second round Phoenix Phoenix exit. I've just been talking about that, so I'm gonna stick with it. And the third reason is, when the fuck did Devin Booker think he's the best player in the league? Bro, it's funny now that everybody's catching on. I've been seeing this, okay? I've been seeing this for a minute because I watched as Chris Paul and Devin Booker beat my Lakers in the first round. I watched that. And now, obviously, for uh, for the obvious reason, since then, I've had a slight disdain for that team. Like, they annoy the fuck out of me. Now, some of that is Chris Paul's antics. You know how you know how they get. Jay Crowder is not the most likable person if he's not on your team. Um, Devin Booker has this uh, this cockiness or confidence about him is what I should say because if you know he's I'm I'm never been the biggest Devin Booker fan, but he is a good player, especially yeah. in the first quarter. I don't know what the fuck it is about the first quarter, but this dude comes out firing and he takes a shot in the first quarter. I don't expect it to miss. I don't care what shot it is. There's a reason he led the league at first quarter scoring. I don't know. Whatever the case is, he comes out and he is on fire from the get-go. Yeah, he just can't sustain it, though. And, yeah, unless, usually it's second or third a... quarter. He starts missing a little more. I yeah. don't know. It's probably because he has a great pre, pre-game regimen. Yeah. It's probably have a lot to do with it. But he's always comes out fired in the first quarter. But he's but he's got this – If you don't, if you're not a Suns fan, he's got this confidence to him, this arrogance, you could say. That normally I appreciate, it it gets it gets yeah. under my skin. It, it's it's funny you say that because one of his close friends is fucking Carl Anthony Towns, and they act just fucking alike. Uh, I, <laughs> I I ain't gonna go that far. Carl Anthony Towns, I I don't know what the fuck happened to this guy. I don't know if it's all because of Pat Bev, but this no. dude has become straight out obnoxious. Bro, it's this, and like, <laughs> I, I I can't. I I don't. I don't even want to talk about Carl Anthony Towns. A lot of people got this social media confidence that's starting to act like real life. It's starting to portray it in real life. That's an interesting way to put it, baby. Like, you, no, but I'm noticing this with a lot of different people now. I'm gonna mute while I pee. Just let you know. Gotcha. Um, like. A lot of people now are building a confidence in themselves from social media, and then they start to portray that confidence out in the public. Like, Devin Booker gets a little mouthy on social media with little shade comments that he'll throw sometimes on Instagram posts and this and that. And now he's starting to, since he's gotten Chris Paul on the team and now they've gotten some success, like because like that one tweet was like before Chris Paul got there he was like what a fourteen win team so Devin Booker ain't the best player he never will be he's a good player a great player but he ain't gonna be the best like yeah he had a seventy point game but as a scorer like he is you should be able to drop seventy at some point um but yeah he just got this confidence like he's the best player in the league and I'm sitting here thinking like bro. Giannis would come down there and dunk that ball so fucking hard on you that you would just get that baby out the street. I just, I, 
it, just for reference, didn't Devin Booker lose that game that he dropped seventy in? Probably. <laughs> I mean, yo, they they weren't winning until Chris Paul got there. Like, people and not and that's this? the whole argument when people are talking about why isn't Devin Booker getting more MVP and superstar treatment? Because he's <laughs> not the he's not the guy there. Because, like I just said previously, take Chris Paul off that team. They were a 14-win team. They're down there with the Kings. <laughs> the best thing, the only thing that he's ever done without Chris Paul on that team is they went 8-0 in the bubble. <laughs> and they still didn't win the championship. They didn't make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Hey. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a Booker fan. I never have been. He's one of those guys that I've always said, you know, even through the years, people were praising him. You know, the basketball heads, because he's not, it's not like the popular guy to praise. Oh, dude! But you then people the started calling him. What did you say? Yeah. You were the first person that was on this. Nah, Booker is not the guy. Yeah, not that guy. Yeah, and you then were it absolutely the drove me nuts when they said that he's this this generation's Kobe Bryant because that's just flat out fucking lie. They got to stop this. This new generation, they really got to stop these comparisons straight to the GOATs. Like, you got to stop this. Because James Harden and Devin Booker are nowhere close to what Kobe was. Yeah, like, nothing. 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 And you want to know why? Kobe has five championship rings. Five. And he got most of those early in his career. Granted, yes, he did. He early, did play with. Late. He did play with Shaquille O'Neal. Granted, but James Harden ain't like you ain't played with some great players. And Devin Booker, you're playing with a great player now, and you're supposed to be a great player, and you still ain't winning. Um, that's, that's why. See what happens. That's why I want Luka Doncic to shut this team down, and it'll further push my agenda that Luka Doncic. I've called this guy as a superstar from day one. <laughs> and he should be a Sacramento King. That's all. It, it's just it's just hilarious to me that everything that I see, every time I watch this Dallas Mavericks team, I'm like, this is supposed to be Sacramento. Like, it's it's got to make so, it a little bittersweet, right? It, it's it's like, very Yeah, bittersweet. I called this, but it's like, what the fuck? I, I'm just glad I have one person in you that was there to witness when I called it. That's all. Oh, yeah, I'll vouch for it. This dude was on the Luka bandwagon um, before the draft. And and, hey. and, and, and and not only that, not only that, <laughs> yeah, you were on the Luka bandwagon, but you were not sold on Marvin Bagley. No. No. Like, it's not just that you wanted Luka. It's that you, like, no, not Bagley, even though, like, he had his moments now, his rookie season. He had his moments. I remember he had some great, some great games there for a stretch, but I'm not sure what happened since then. Let me tell you what happened, dog. He's he couldn't exactly stay on. off the. He couldn't stay off the IR. <laughs> like, no, no, seriously, he he got hurt, and then we hired Luke Walton, and they didn't see eye to eye. That's funny, man. That's that's I like because th- wasn't there an issue with um, Buddy Hield and Luke Walton as well? Yep. With that, but, I always found that weird but man, like, he, because Luke, but he seems to be a likable guy. To, but I don't know if it was Buddy Hugh and Luke 
I know it was Marvin Bagley and Luke. And then Marvin Bagley's dad started tweeting and putting out, oh, he needs to get out of Sacramento. And then that's when I was thinking in my mind, like, oh, here we go. This dude just don't want to be here, for one. And I get it. But – and then he, like – and then Luke Luke Walton tried to sub him in the game, and he didn't want to come in. Yeah, and that that's 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 terrible. I don't care what your fucking issues are. If your coach is ready to check you in the game, you go get in the fucking game. And then I hop on Twitter thinking that this dude's about to get – you know, murdered on Twitter. Nah. And they were all agreeing with him. Everybody was like, nah, this is what happens when you didn't play on these other games or whatever. I'm like, man, fuck that. You won't play in time. <laughs> and then we're about to give it to you. He's like, nah, I don't want that. Whatever. So man, I, then this, I knew, this, all right, I knew Luke was out the door after that moment because I'm like, all right. This new this is, school this is... mentality, man. Like, like back in the day, if you get a chance to get in the game, that if you're only going to get in the game for two minutes, then you fucking make the most out of those two minutes and show why that you need more minutes. And it's, it's and then like you know, and I don't know what it is, man. But here lately, like players in a lot of leagues have starting to be a lot more outspoken on some things that never used to be outspoken on. But now it's just like more it's and the more public. Divas. Yeah, it's the, it's the man. It's <laughs> it's fucking crazy because, and I've noticed it, man. Because right after the season ended and the the exit interviews with Russell Westbrook, I was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Yo, that shit alone was like, like I, that like shit took me off guard. Like when it comes to the media now people are so quick to bury somebody or do something so quick like that to save their brand. Like it's all about their brand. And I understand that I, I do business wise. I do, but the if brand you're used the, to be made by your play. It, yeah. But now it's like, once they get the brand, they don't care about their play no more. Well, shit, they make more money off the court because that's, that's kind of what I'm starting to see with Ben Simmons. And I, I don't know, man. That I, I'm just gonna stay quiet on Ben Simmons because I don't know. Nobody knows at this point. I, I don't know yeah. what's true and what's real. Uh, I don't know what's real or what play points. next year. Yeah, if he ain't ready by by game one of next season, whatever. Yeah, I don't even want to say that. If he does, if if he's not back before, if he's just not back next season, just retire, bro. If he ain't back before Christmas. Just retire. 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 There's no point, you know? Because obviously there's more to it than. Yeah, it's just more to it. Yeah, there's something. One other thing I wanted to to mention too, because we were talking about coaches and how players respond to coaches and whatnot. I was watching on. uh, I don't remember if it was TNT. I think it was TNT. And they showed. The the scene earlier in the day where Monty Williams found out he was going to be the coach of the year and his team presented it to him, brought his family and to bring yeah. him his trophy and all that. Yeah. One of the things that he said when he was talking to his team and it, it stood out to me was he says, thank y'all for letting me coach you the way that I do. 
So there's there's a lot of players these days that will do not want to be coached in certain ways. There's there's a lot of players right. that don't know how to take tough criticism. Well, it's it's uh it's weird because a lot of the tough criticism people have now tied it with bullying. Exactly, dude. Is is what like, bro? Bro, there, there's no, there's a difference in even. verbal abuse and getting. There are bullshit. some people. There are some people in life that won't even say the word bully. They say b word. No, no lie, bro. Like Ooh. no lie. Like, it's just I've seen it. Like I've seen it. Like out there. Oh, give me a fucking break, man. Like no, nah, like, like that's that's the thing, like. Like, like I've noticed it in football. You're seeing it a lot in football now. Like the tough coaches, they're they're slowly fading out. I, I do think there was a piece of that with. Uh, and um, God, what was Tampa's coach? He just resigned. He went to the front office. Oh, BA Bruce. Well, Agents. Yeah, BA Bruce Arians. Thank you. I think there was a little Arians, bit of that. Not Agents. Yeah. Thank you. But I know him by BA because of McAfee show. Right, right. That's what most people call him. BA. Um, and then playing but, 2K, fucking BA's Brian Anderson commentator. <laughs> so, oh man, that dude's awesome. I'm glad he's on 2K, by the way. Like Belichick's um, still around. You know, he can he can um, still remain tough. It's just there's a lot, there's more and more players that come into league these days that are not ready to be coached, coached. Nah. And man. So it's unfortunately just a, a fact of life right now that it's like that. I don't know if there's really anything you can really do about it. Well, uh, here's the thing, though. Like, if Phoenix wasn't winning, they wouldn't be liking the way he's coaching. Well, that's, 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 part, a, that's partially true, too. That's another thing, too, man, because he came in there and he established a culture for them that they never had. Probably it's, since it's, Dan... In that, Chris in that Paul helped a lot. Yeah, and then you have a veteran player like Chris Paul that was, you know, he kind of grew up in the more tougher generation than Well, now. Chris Paul and Monty Williams go back a long way, too. They co- they played and coached in New Orleans exactly. together. Um, and it's just the, the fact and that Chris Paul player, was probably a very key. Yeah. Yeah, the star player is, uh, is, is buying in. Everybody's going to buy in. And you need that. And what you start to see in the playoffs is the playoffs, not only they expose a lot of things. And yes, um, they do. you're seeing, you're seeing the teams that are, it's, it's, it's wild, man. The playoffs are so great because at, even at the end, great teams are going to lose. Yeah. Um, but you start to see the ones that are really banded together. And it bonded, and and and, and can rise, and, and 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 die, and go through adversity with each other, and lift each other up. And that's one you reason the Suns are still yeah. one of the favorites because they have that. Yeah, they do. But until until he's defeated, this is Giannis's take this year to me. Until he's defeated out of the playoffs. I can't, I can't see nobody else because that's the best player in the league, and as the right. best player in the league, I should be seeing that team as the winners, right? He's the defend, the defending champ. 
and the defending champs. So and I see more more yeah, that's that's definitely the old school. Um that's the old school fan in you and me too, because I have it too. Best player in the league should be winning championships. And the thing well, is, mean, these days there's the, the league there's so many good players now that you really do just, the, the best team tends to win it. It's just real funny to me, man. Like this dude has to like it seems like people are like they they hate the fact that sometimes they have to discuss the fact that Giannis is the best player in the league. People don't want to admit it, man. Because it's like everybody is afraid to admit that, hey, KD and Kyrie just didn't show up because this dude over here is the best player in the league because he's got less than what y'all have. Y'all are two superstars. This dude's just him by himself. And he's leading a series against the same team that swept the best player in the league. Like, that's... I'm sorry. You know, and you know what's funny, too, is uh, before last season, I, I all I would hear when it came to Giannis is Giannis Antetokounmpo right now might be the best player in the league, but he always comes up short in the playoffs. <laughs> but, then the man, but then the man went and won a championship. Finals MVP. Finals MVP. Came all back from a 2-0 you. deficit. What twenty seven years old? Let's not Something even put like that. that. Yeah, let's put that 20, in consideration. Twenty seven, twenty eight. Um, yeah, and then he does that, and then people still didn't want to admit it. Like, what do you, what do you want this man to do? I honestly think it's going to take him having to go through these playoffs and do it and again, went, perhaps without Chris Middleton. Yeah, really, that's what it is. I, it's it's and and then I like to know I'd like to know then what the argument would be. What's it gonna be? Oh, you already know somebody's something's gonna happen. There'll be a controversial call or something. You know they'll they'll find something, bro. Like that's the thing. Like I hate when it comes to be honest. Like it's like you said. Like why everything y'all put in front of him as a challenge, this dude goes and accomplishes it. And then like, Embiid, you know, Embiid talking the other day with the MVP about how I don't know what else I have to do. Well, what does Giannis have to do to get his it, fucking flowers? <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Look here. After I heard that shit about potentially this dude was playing like ass because he felt a certain type of way. I, I don't want to say that that's true, but if it is, that's terrible. That's not that's not the it, greats that I grew up watching. If Kobe Bryant was pissed, if pissed was about something, you'd know okay, about yeah. it, but you'd know about it from these 46 points you're going to drop on your whole fucking head. And it publicly, it's never going to come out that he was. But if it does some happen to find out from a credible person that, that, that he is and was upset that he didn't get the MVP and that caused his play to be kind of eh, I don't think this dude needs to say anything ever about Ben Simmons again. So it's different. Like some, some play, you know how some players and and this goes to any sport. You can see it with me sometimes with like darts and stuff like that. Some players can play mad and some players cannot play mad. If he actually was indeed mad 
it did not manifest the way that I'm sure he wanted it to. But then I've also heard reports about like the whole day that he was real distant and wasn't very talkative. Um, even, you know, even throughout the whole day leading up to the game, if that is, but it's, it's, it's crazy. And then in the post game interviews, he was, he said that I've known that Jokic is going to win MVP for two weeks. Now, why, why, you know, why that's not obviously affecting me. But then he went on for like five to ten minutes talking about, I don't know what else I got to do or blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, it's obviously affecting him a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely I, affecting I, I just don't want to – I just – I can't – I can't bring myself to saying that that's what caused his bad performance. Um, he came out a little sluggish uh, in the game. And during the game, he did get hit in the face. Um, and I'm sure that maybe fucked with him for a little bit. The second half, play. the second half, he came out, you know, hit like five of six shots real quick and had his only good stretch of the game. But then, you know, it's just, you know, Miami fucked him up. Miami just absolutely, <laughs> what? Good Lord. Uh, sorry. <laughs> well, I couldn't tell if that was her or a fucking siren going by outside because. Like that shit uh, was drawn out. <laughs> a siren, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, um, so like, so I, yeah. I, I don't want to say that. That's why I do think that tonight he needs. I would like. I hope he comes out with a more a bigger sense of urgency tonight because if he doesn't, that Philadelphia crowd is gonna know. Is gonna let him know. I mean, that's. A, I'm just. I don't know why. Like, here's my thing. About that, if that is the reason, yeah, you're upset, whatever. That shouldn't be the reason why you're playing bad because, for one, the person they just named the MVP is at home. You still have a chance to win the championship. Like you, you literally still have a chance as long as you're in the still in the series. Even yeah, if that's, that's so, the thing is, like, if like, I, that's why I, that's why I don't want to say it. Yeah, like Sorry. go win a championship. And then you don't have to worry about the fucking MVP shit. Go get the, the finals, finals MVP. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because if there's anybody, like you said, that needs to be asked, well, what do I need to do? It, it's Giannis, because there shouldn't even be a voter's fatigue. Stu's the best player in the league. He should be the MVP, but I understand why you got to give it to Jokic, whatever. I mean, if, if there wasn't such a thing as voter's fatigue, there, I mean, LeBron James would probably have like six, seven MVPs. Yeah, but... if we're being real, right. it's, it still irritates me to my soul because I watched his whole career that Kobe has one. Yeah, so and he had better seasons than the one he actually wanted it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that. That's that's why the MVP for the regular season at times can be a joke. Um, Man, it's it's a narrative award these days. Yeah, it's it's a media award. That's what you it know, is. That's who votes for it. Yeah. So did you see the did you see the voting results? I saw the voting results. Why? But yeah, like what? I didn't read it though. Like I saw the picture floating around. Like what is it? Like did it? Oh, it, it, it just shows how many first place votes, how many second place votes, third, fourth, and fifth place yeah. votes that people got. Oh, that dude fucking got a bunch of first place votes, like, by oh, a large was, yeah, number. Most that shit them. was unanimous. 
Like that wasn't a it wasn't a unanimous decision after those votes. Jesus. And yeah, MB got that, MB got the, the, the most second place votes, but it wasn't by many over Giannis. I honestly I, I think, saw I saw all those first place votes for Giannis and I just fucking laughed. Well, yeah, what did they have like nine? Yeah, like what are y'all idiots? Like nine first place votes. Like, see, that's the thing. Like, like that. That's why I hate the fucking sports media now nowadays, man. With certain ways they do shit, because depending on the narrative, it will depend on your MVP thing. Except in football, it doesn't matter because Aaron Rodgers just won the MVP. Because I could have sworn the way that shit happened this year, I didn't think he was gonna win the MVP. <laughs> Thought they were gonna fucking outright, but at, at one point I think they kind of had to give it to him after that one guy said he wouldn't vote for him. <laughs> so, oh god, yeah. So they kind of put shot themselves in the foot on that one. But I don't, man. Giannis to me, just the MVP fucking, was Cooper Cup, but that's not the point. It, he is Giannis. Go win the championship. Shut everybody up. And because I'm like you, there ain't there can't be any other question that gets popped up. Because if this dude does this without Chris Middleton, then we can eliminate every argument. Because then the argument would be, oh, well, he still had Chris Middleton. Well, fuck, fuck come on. <laughs> it's just like it's ah, fun times in the NBA. Luca and Giannis to me though is the most exciting matchup in the finals. Potential, yeah. That would be fun. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the chances of it happening, but I'd be. I'd love to see it. If Milwaukee gets past Boston. They can come out the East. Honestly, yeah. I already called the winner of that series is probably would have been my pick to come out of the East. And, and the you know, fact that Boston to win this series, but if they don't, then it's probably I'm on the Milwaukee train at that time. Ooh, and if Milwaukee takes it in six. Mm. Yeah, it's almost there's a part of me right now that wants to just come finish this off. Like, you know what? Go win the championship because I need to see what what y'all gonna say now. Like, that's me. I, I am just at this point. I feel like I'm driving the bus of the Giannis Ante the Kumpo bandwagon. One person and I got to give a lot of credit to for like for this, and I'm sure there were others, but one that I know because I was watching was Shannon Sharp. You know, after last, you know, they, they asked the beginning of this season when they were talking about, who, you know, who's the best player in the league? You know, they always talk about LeBron and versus yeah. KD. Skip asked, well, who's the best player? Giannis. And and it was you know, what what else you want him to do, Skip? You won the championship. Yeah, like what? what player, you, yeah. Like, like if you put, if you factor in that he went and led his team to a championship, and factor in that he's been a former MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> what oh, else do you want him to, to do? Was it back to back MVP? Probably. Well, I don't know that for sure. And then he won, or was it back to back Defensive Player of the Year? Might have been back to back defensive. But still, that's just – and the dude, I, I think what it is is, like, he's everything the media don't like. 
He's not cocky out there. He's not. He's not flashy. What is doing uh, some weird his, dancing and shit this series? With with his like personality mostly. He's not. He's he very, don't. He don't give he's them funny. Yeah, but he don't give them enough content. If you know what I mean. Giannis doesn't play in New York or Texas. Exactly. Or California. He's oh, in God, a small dude. market. If this dude this was doing dude. this for the Knicks, they'd be talking about he's already better than Jordan and LeBron. Bro. And you and you know it. If he ain't if he's not playing in Milwaukee, guys, I'm gonna go ahead and say you heard it here first. He'll be playing in the for Los Angeles Lakers, okay? Goddamn right. I don't because know. His, to me, he seems because like his he, mom he, wants all the brothers to be on the team together. And he said, "Yeah, we could probably. Either, she probably would want us to be on the same team together, all in either Milwaukee or LA." That's all well, he said. Lakers <laughs> ain't got none of them on the Kumpos right now. Milwaukee's got two, so that's probably the best chance. Yeah, and besides, with this fam, with that family, it's better to wait because you never know when these, when the Ante the Kumpos just decide, hey, I'm gonna take over the league now. I'd like to see them all on the court at the same time, just to see how that would go. Boys might be playing backyard basketball, and it might get ugly. Run them against the the balls, the the holidays. Balls (laughs) are the holidays. (laughs) Well, he's got one of the holidays. Uh, yeah, it, I'm actually glad you said that because Drew Holiday made two of the clutchest plays last night. He's a playoff. And both on guy. defense. Yep. That's what he does, though, man. And another thing how about Giannis Antetokounmpo hitting the three? To bring them within three with a minute 50 left fucking crunch time three-pointer. But he can't hit his three-pointers. Well, he, <laughs> sure don't, he don't shoot them well. I mean, before that, before, he hit a three late in the third quarter that brought it to, like, within nine. Before yeah. he hit that three at the end. Before those two threes, he was shooting, like, uh, what was it? I think it was two for 19 in the series. Like 11%. Oh, well. He's still going to shoot it, though. That's why I love it. Yeah, exactly. Unlike like, somebody else. Like, like Giannis, man, he's... Yeah. <laughs> Giannis is going to shoot, man. And that's another thing, too. But when that ball goes in, that's when everybody's looking around like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> he's unguardable <laughs> at that point. You know? It really is. If this dude comes in there and he starts firing from the three and that ball is falling... Just just play defense and hang tight because you just got to hope this shit just runs out <laughs> at that point. Uh, if, he's hitting, if he's hitting jump shots, there's nothing you could do with him. No, he's just, just he's trot too back powerful. down the court, get ready to play offense because there is no defense for that. Because if you come out to it, then he's going to be at the rim. Yeah, and you can't underrate his passing and he's other things. Passer. Yeah, it's like he, he does it all. And that's the thing that uh, that just blows my mind. I'm just like, how's this dude not the best player in the league? Why why can't anybody? This dude does everything, literally, everything. 
That's like, yeah, by my definition, in which my definition is the most impactful player in the game, the one that controls the game yeah. the most, is the best player. And it's Giannis. <laughs> He's the biggest X factor in the whole league. He might not be the most skilled, if you want to go that route, but he's the best player in the game right now. Shaq wasn't the most skilled either, but he damn sure was the best player in the game for a little three-year stretch right there. It's definitely the most dominant. Exactly. like, And that's what the best player in the league should do, dominate. Exactly. It's been a, a good NBA show today. It was good shit. That got a little heated there earlier. Uh, yeah, it happens. It happens. But to clarify, I was not heated at or I was just heated at the fact that, that we were just having that um, that the like media would actually bring that up, and that just fueled me. <laughs> you were heated because what I was saying is probably one hundred percent correct. Is that's what the media would go to? Uh, yeah, like it's just, and it's a shame because it's like really. Like this is what we've come to. Now, if like, Golden State he... didn't win that ring before KD got there, then it'll be a fucking field day. Yeah. But there's people that yeah, question that one. Like, like that's my thing. If they would have won no rings before Kevin Durant got there, then the legacy's in question. <laughs> but if it's not. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, something funny. I must be. De- am I delayed or something? I don't know. <laughs> Why would you say that? Because I'm saying things, and then like you're waiting at least eight seconds before you're saying something back. Okay, well I just talked immediately after you stopped talking. So how close was it? Not at all, because I I just started <laughs> hearing you. Yeah, was, I I've noticed that there's a little bit of delay on your end too. It's like a a good couple seconds, three four three seconds maybe, before you'll start talking. What is this? Is this the new thing now? If something like happens while you're on Do Not Disturb or something? Oh, did did you get a phone call or something? I mean, I don't know, man. I'm just saying. Oh, wait a minute. Like, that was pretty close. You were like right in after I stopped talking that time. Oh, wait. So now I'm back. Maybe. Everything's back good. <laughs> Champ, say, say this with me. One, two, three, two, three four, four, five, five. Yeah, it, six, it's just, a, it's just seven. about a sec. It's just about a second. Okay. okay. When I was saying five, you were saying four. So it must be somewhere back to normal. Okay. All right. That's but we all know right. Where now we are. We only really got one segment left for the NBA, and I had to I had to bring this up. Oh God! And I guess there's two different things that could be attributed to this discussion. The first thing I want to go through is all the reports. Uh, report by Bill Plasky, L.A. Times. I ain't heard this in a while. That uh, yeah, right. What was uh? He was on, around, was the, around horn. the horn that he was in. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Bill Plasky's L.A. Times writer, he's, he's Lakers beat writer. He's always writing about the Lakers. Um, basically said that he, uh, quote, heard that Phil Jackson would 
his input is that he thinks LeBron should be traded. Whoa. He later in the same interview, he goes on to basically, he didn't want to say how he heard it, but then it basically went from that to he was talking and he was having a lunch interview with Jeannie Buss. So basically trying to draw the lines that this came from Jeannie Buss. Wow. And uh, of course, there's a lot, if, if people don't know, there's a lot of history between Phil Jackson and LeBron James. They're not each other's uh, favorite person, let's just say that. What is the beef? It all started, I think, uh, back in the day when Phil was in New York. And uh, he was saying something along the lines of LeBron would show up with his posse. And then just that whole word and, and line LeBron did not take too favorably to. To me, I didn't think nothing of it because it's like, yeah, well, you know, I, I don't I don't see that as necessarily a bad word. Uh, I got you. Okay. But, you know, I, I we grew up watching the Mean Street Posse, you know, so. I, I don't know, man. Like, I guess... <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, I guess that's our that's our take on it right there, huh? Yeah, that's but, um, our take right there. Um, but, but yeah, so, so the whole deal is is that you know how Phil Jackson has been um, in communication is apparently part of the brain trust with Jeannie Buss about you know hiring for the next coach, uh, and and also just in general, and apparently that's the that's what's being reported right now. That he thinks that they should trade LeBron and keep Russ. What the fuck? I don't know. You know, it's just it's it came from Plasky is the only reason that I'm even, you know, even looking at it. Hey, look, hey, Genie, don't look. I I get it. I do, but. Russell Westbrook over LeBron James is the stupidest idea in the 21st or 22nd century, whichever one we're in. (laughs) 21st. Because what the fuck? (laughs) So I think um, this is is coming off a report from a few days ago where Jeannie Buzz finally sat down and I don't remember, that might have been Plasky too, but basically sat down with him or somebody and was talking about how, you know, she was very disappointed in the way that this last season went because they had the fourth highest payroll. And when you go that deep into luxury tax, et cetera, et cetera, you expect a better result. You expect a championship. Well, you expect to at least get to the playoffs, right? Get some playoff revenue. Like, look at, like, man, Lakers make a lot of money when y'all in the playoffs. Hell, yeah. That's more expensive tickets. I mean, y'all just got this new sponsor in there, the Crypto.com. They could probably use all the money they need right now. (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck happened there? Like, I heard there was a crash yesterday. (laughs) Oh, it's it's taking a complete shit, but I ain't gonna get into all that. 
So oh. tomorrow I need to buy some Bitcoin. Shit, it's fucking down right now. I'm gonna see where it's at right now. So I need I to go put twenty dollars in that bitch tomorrow. Let's see if it got if it's boosted back up. But I I, I stopped looking at it like a couple days ago because this shit's been happening. Oh uh, yeah, let's see. It hit a low this morning at about twenty five k. Bro, that's like ten thousand dollars. Right now it's at twenty nine k, so it's up a little bit from that point. But it's, bro, uh, I know some people were pissed. No, there's there's a lot of people have lost a lot of money in the last few days. So, man, I got, yeah, I t- this shit's starting to remind me about that like GameStop and AMC shit. Yeah, right. Now they're starting to say, "Oh, they're getting rich off the crypto." <laughs> Somebody's fucking with people, man. Like it's like, it's like the regular people can get just enough, and then it's like, "All right, we gotta take that away." Yeah, you know, motherfuckers. Well, they they prefer to they pref- they prefer to throw us the bone and not the chicken. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, but. Either way, like, so I, I get where Jeannie's coming from from that. But in that same interview, she said that she knows she she needs to also wants to keep LeBron happy. So, like, there's mm-hmm. so, like, I, there, it's, it's the problem that I've had coming out of Lakerland probably since I've been a fan of them. There's there's always conflicting reports. Well, there's well, too mean, many it's, people it's, in your business, though. That's especially. The since the late great Dr. Jerry Buss passed away. Yeah, because he, he controlled all that chaos. Now we had to sit through the Jim Buss years. I'm glad Jeannie got him the hell up on out of there. Boy, that man about fucked y'all franchise up. <laughs> I just I just think uh, there's that's what a lot of people are saying that there's just too many chefs in the kitchen. There's just, yeah, too, dude. just too many sure. people there's too et many cetera, people cetera. that are advisors and like just confidence people that people can just make and they make decisions and they don't even have a title. Like, like a Kurt Rambis. Like, what is your job, bro? Why are you even? What he's, is your input? He's Who the cares? husband of Jeannie Buss's best friend. I don't even care. But the anyway, like that, so that's like you know, and Kurt Rambis, and you know, he had some success as a thing. player with the Lakers, but and it's another thing with Phil Jackson, like bro, you're not even a part officially of like, so why? So it's like, yeah, like I'm sorry, like there's just too many people in the kitchen, too many chefs in the kitchen for real, like there's too many people in there in Genie's ear, and. She needs to like really, and that's been like that ever since the late great J- Dr. Jerry Bus died. Well, I think you know one of the differences is I think there was also a lot of people in the ear of Jerry Bus, but at the end of the day, he made decisions. Jerry, Jerry was able to make those decisions himself. He'd listen to everybody, but then yeah. it's you know it's what he wanted, he got, and. Exactly. You know, so I'm not saying that Jeannie's not like Jerry. I'm just, you know, maybe she made, maybe she did make that decision. So, all right, well, we're going with Russ. It didn't work out. Not every decision is going to work out. 
So I, I, I haven't given up on this franchise yet. I just the the light that the media is painting this franchise in is not very flattering. Uh, but I, at the same time, it's also the media. It's also the Lakers. It's the Lakers team that didn't make the playoffs. LeBron James is on this team, so you got a whole side of fan that's all LeBron, and they want to paint this as Lakers failures and not his. Well, that's the thing. You that, got but a lot that, that goes on on both sides, though. It's not just that you way. A, so you have a lot of LeBron fans and not Laker fans. And then you got, uh, and then smaller with Russ, same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, you got a lot of Russ fans that's come in, and and so there's there's a lot of that going on. So I don't know how, I don't know how hard I want to trust a lot of these, a lot of these reports that are coming out. I'll know once I start seeing the actual decisions being made. Um, but to go back to Phil. Some people are drawing lines to that he may be one of the few that one of the ones that's behind wanting to hire Doc Rivers. I don't know if that's true. That's just people are kind of connecting some dots because we know Phil is pretty deep into the coaching search and uh, helping with that. And we also know that Phil probably holds Doc Rivers to a certain level because Doc Rivers did beat him in the finals. Phil, you gotta let that one go, bro. You you conquered that, and trust me, he ain't he ain't that Doc Rivers no more. So I'm gonna guess that either you got a phone call or something, your volume went down, and I can hear myself echoing. So that might be the best time to go ahead and call it here. Well, then go figure. Then I must. I knew something was gonna happen eventually. Probably just felt uh, <laughs> felt kind of off. But hey, only an hour and twenty eight, and it's still it's been a good podcast today. A show, um, uh, I guess we'll get back into wrestling this weekend, unless some crazy shit happens in the sports world. I'm sure more than likely we'll touch on all of them. Okay, I'm not gonna talk anymore because I don't want to hear my echo. Why are you hearing your echo? That's just what it's doing this time. Oh, welcome to my world. I hear my echo and your shit like all the time. Interesting. <laughs> but your volume, volume is way down too, so. Oh, shit. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, One quick thing. Uh, We will be expanding the show soon. I don't know when it's going to start, but we'll be soon once I figure out how we're going to start kind of calculating these days a little better. Get more podcast days in. Um, but it's been a good show. Good vibes only, everybody. Sweet Villains Podcast. I'm Dak. This is Gerb. It's been the NBA show today. We'll catch you guys back here Saturday. Peace up. Peace out.